Seven out of ten proctologists recommend listening to The Drew Marshall Show. Folks, you are listening to The Drew Marshall Show. We're streaming live on our website, drewmarshall.ca. We're live right here in southern Ontario, 1250 on your FM dial. Yeah. And we are also on Periscope, streaming live. I don't know why anybody watches video of people on radio, but... That's what we're doing. Well, they got a great shot of the back of my head, so it's an Seriously, awesome your view. melon is blocking the whole it's thing. It's huge. You can see your future in it. Lance Brown has been sports anchor for CTV News Toronto since 1937, and today he also serves as CTV Toronto's sports director. Over his long career in sports broadcasting, Lance has covered the Olympic Games, specifically Calgary 1988, Barcelona. Barcelona. You have to say it like that. Yes, you do. Barcelona 1992 and uh, Lillehammer. But you have to say that with an accent, too. Lillehammer. <laughs> 1994. One of his career highlights is being the first to interview... I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. Uh, Juan. Juan Grotz. Grotzky. 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 Uh, after his arrival at Edmonton from Indianapolis in 1997. Actually, we should let's just talk about that right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Lance Brown on the Drew Marshall Show. Buddy, This, you know, I don't get goofy about guests because yeah, I've had a lot of guests on the show. But there are two people I've gotten kind of tickly about. One, <laughs> one is, that's an awkward way to describe it. One is Fred Penner. Oh, yeah. And the other is you. Well, uh, I'm duly honored. Here's one for me. I was at a thing at Port Hope, a golf tournament in Port Hope, and I met uh, the friendly giant. You did not! And, and Yeah, Bob Homme, and uh, I grew up watching him. And the, the greatest thing about him after that was that he was just as nice in person. And I can't say that I am. Yet. No, no. no. <laughs> we haven't proven that. He's just as nice in person as he was on TV. What a thrill. It's funny, eh? You know, it's like Brian McFarland meeting Brian McFarland. Oh. I was going, and Danny Gallivan was a thrill. Oh, so. Man. Well, you're very gracious, and thank you very much, but I'm not in their league, but I'll take it where I can get it. But did he um, put a little chair by the fireplace for two to snuggle up in? He did, yeah. <laughs> can you imagine how many times throughout the course of his yeah, life? People have he, he, It's funny that. that he'd still be a nice guy after all that. Oh, crap, I'd wanna, was, I would pound someone if they came up to me and said, hey, you want to snuggle <laughs> yeah. in a chair? <laughs> for the seven millionth time. Yeah, seriously. That week, yeah. So you started this whole gig when you were 19? Yeah, I, uh, there was a guy by the name of Paul Graham who works for TSN as a producer, and uh, he and I were the first two guys to get Gretzky off the plane from Indianapolis, and that uh, was a thrill because Wayne was, uh, I think I was 19, Gretz was 17, so I don't I don't claim to know Wayne Gretzky very well. I don't want to be disingenuous, but I've known him on and off since then, so that was kind of cool. Um, it's kind of nice to stick that in your back pocket. We didn't know then uh, what we know now about him and his career and his fame and everything else, but it was even then, I think at that time, there was a big buzz, so it was kind of neat to do that for a first time. Um, folks, uh, I don't know how many of you watch CTV News at night. I grew up, first of all, being forced to watch it, and then I willingly, <laughs> now I willingly watch it, and um there's only one thing that I PVR. There are other people in the household. I, I'm sorry, I lied. There are two things I PVR. The other one I can't tell you because it's TMZ, and I don't want to admit that. But I, you know, I do it for research. Um, Your secret's safe for that. <laughs> but it's um, it's you guys. You've got a good ship over there, and um, I know there's been some changes, and I know that you know Bell Media is the big the big daddy now, and 
Um, you know, who knows where the future of broadcasting is going in this great country with Rogers and Bell, I think, kind of swallowing everything up. But so far, uh, it looks like things are just flying along nicely for CTV News, at least. Uh, well, I've been kicked out of four other cities in Canada, and they haven't figured me out here yet. It'll be 30 years for me in June. But I, I will tell you that the uh, the best part about working is that I never dread going in here yeah. um, to the station. I look forward to it every day. The people that you see on the air are more or less the people that you see off too. So it's a lot like uh, the friendly giant type of thing. And and it's like, I I compare it to a family at the dinner table. Uh, and you, it sounds like you guys grew up with the same sort of thing where yeah. you hopefully you did you. You'd come home, and Dad and Mom would come home. You'd sit around the table and exchange stories, and we really don't see much of each other until until around 6 o'clock, and then we do. So in between bits and pieces of commercials and, uh, and some stories that are running, we might catch up a little bit. So it's like family, and they, they, they're really good people. Uh, I was just talking with Tim uh, a moment ago. Is Tim on the air, by the way, or is Tim just producing? Well, we, we don't actually encourage him to go on the air, <laughs> but he's he's still here, yes. Okay. Right. Well, I was talking with I was talking with him about Michelle Dubé, who's I mean I don't know if she's the latest edition or not, but she's just and I mean this in the greatest way possible. She's just like one of the guys. Yeah. She's uh, she's just a girl from the Hammer who is absolutely she's gorgeous inside and out and a treat to work with. So when you work with people like that, yeah. and you do, Drew, so you know. Easy. That's me. He's talking about <laughs> easy. So I did not want to segue from gorgeous to Tim. That does not work. <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, or the back of somebody's head. Oh, my goodness. So, okay, well, have a listen to this. This is something that we dug up. Uh, this might bring you back a little bit. Okay. For Monday, this is Ontario's most watched local newscast, Nightbeat News. With Christine Bentley, Ken Shaw, and the award-winning CFTO news team. Yeah, which was David Duvall. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, keep listening. Chambers for the great condo debate. And members of the emergency task force snatch a child back from the brink of disaster. Good evening. Look Angry how close they're sitting together. In front of the Philippines right beside each other. Now you guys are like 10 feet apart. The way the elections hold on. Are being handled Wait for in their it. Homeland. And the Metro Police Homicide <laughs> Squad has been called in to investigate the suspicious deaths of two Parkdale children on the weekend. We'll have more in a moment. First, here's Lance. Boxing Sean O'Sullivan is a winner again. Joe Tilly was there. He'll have a story for us a bit later on on the sports stage. Lance, is a storm system in the southeastern United States that's really <laughs> Okay, that's it. I don't care anymore. So, so a couple of things. sleep. A couple of things here. How close were you guys sitting for these shots? That was just. Oh awkward. yeah, we were. We were. Well, we weren't. We weren't awkward close. No, it wasn't too bad. Well, it's compared to now. what's going on now, yeah, that's. Oh yeah, we get the biggest set in the universe now. It's great, but. <laughs> No, we really do. We have the nicest t television set I've ever seen. I guess TSN's is uh, TSN's is pretty good too. Their new one is pretty good. But for us, like we're just again, you know, we're really lucky to have it. But then we were. It was tight back then. The really bad one was occasionally the national news at that time. And this is in the eighties. Occasionally, the CTV national news would have a breaking story. Too often for me. So Lloyd would have to go on. So they would have to move us into a room, and it was a closet. With a, a phony picture, uh, well, picture was picture was probably real, but it looked phony anyway, even on the air of the set, and we had to sit in front of this with no prompter, which killed me, and read a sportscast off sheets of paper and uh, try to make it look as though we're on set. Well, we weren't. We're in a stinking closet. It was just <laughs> horrible. Studio Four, they called it. 
It's still there to this day. I go by and yeah, make the sign of the cross as I go past. How how is how is uh, how is Kaka Poo Poo these days? And does he still wear very crazy socks? Oh, Ka? Yeah. Ken, Ken Shaw, his, his initials are K K W. that's why I call him Ka. He's, yes, he does. You call oh, him, yeah. But you oh. called him Kaka Poo Poo during a telethon yeah. with... Um, Oh, who's that girl we had on our show? Why can't I remember her name? She was she used to host. Oh, Carla Collins. Oh yeah. So Carla was hosting this telethon, six uh, sick kids telethon in 1998, and you threw to can and called him Kaka Poo Poo. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, we call each other all sorts of names. You know, when you get to be that close with somebody, yeah. you can pretty much call them whatever. And yeah. You know the story. They don't what do you, just don't call them late for dinner. What do you call Tom Brown? A uh, Mike thrower. <laughs> Yeah, the polar bear. Oh uh, my endanger. goodness, Tim! Did you have you ever seen this clip? <laughs> no. So their weather guy Tom Brown is doing the at the polar bear. I don't know the zoo or something. He's, and they're throwing pumpkins in because it must be Halloween into <laughs> oh, the polar no. bear thing, right? And he takes he's got his mic in his hand. <laughs> he, he throws the pumpkin <laughs> slow mo. There goes the mic, gone. How long ago was that, Lance? Uh, three years ago. Holy jump! Uh, something like that. Three or four years ago. Yeah, we won't let him forget it. You know what? He's the first to bring it up, though. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. He's, I think got, he, he's got a great sense of humor, so he's he's the first person on to, did, to bring up stuff like that. Anyway, he did it. It's, it's hilarious. They purpose. abuse the snot out of each other, you know. <laughs> yeah, they do, but they do it off the air. So last night, last Ken made some sort of a fly. I didn't know because I'll come down. I'll come down sort of partway through the newscast because I'm up there watching the Masters or doing whatever I'm doing, pulling highlights. Yeah, and and Ken's. Uh, so so I sit down and 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 Tom's just ripping Ken off camera, but he's ripping him about some verbal fluff that he made, right? So then, right near the end of the newscast, Tom Brown is uh, is standing in front of the the weather map, and he completely loses his train of thought. And he, you know how you get that, you know what it's like, you get that long drawn out ah. But he's trying to figure out what it was he was trying to say. Well, we're just killing ourselves laughing. Because had he not said anything to Ken, this would be no big deal, right? Yeah, yeah. Smile. We're just we just roared. Yeah. So at the end of the newscast last night, Ken was laughing out loud as he said goodbye to everybody because that's the kind of nonsense that goes on. It's not quite WKRP in Cincinnati. No. No. Not far off. No. I, With Chai Chai yeah. Rodriguez. <laughs> that's one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so listen, Mr. Mister Charitable Guy. Children's Wish, Big Brother, you led the Angel Foundation for Learning 5K Walk in 2008. October 1994, Master Ceremonies for the Community Memorial Hospitals, Grand Masquerade Gala, blah, 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 Port Perry. Um, wow. You've done a lot. Like, you're just Mr. Charity. And is that, a, is that an act? No, I. And, uh, I was, I was uh, would you, you want me to say yeah? Okay, <laughs> yes. I'll say, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's, uh, it is. It's, uh, I just do it so that I can get on your show. Thank you. And have you read that out loud for twenty seconds and make me feel good about myself. <laughs> just involved in so many stinking charities. Yeah. Well, I my fa- my birth family, my sisters and my brother, my my two brothers are all out uh, out west. Or I mean, I got one in New Brunswick now. So uh, initially, when I came here, I needed something to do with myself that uh, that wasn't eating uh, triple burgers at Wendy's. So I decided I decided I would uh, volunteer for Big Brothers. So I did that. It's just a way of giving back. I'm I'm no different than anybody else. No, you want no, do. no. That's that's the whole humble Canadian Lance Brown shtick. I get that, but dude, you really pour your heart into your community, and and uh, you're you're a give backer. And I I'm just trying to figure out what the motivation is for that. I mean. And of course, this look. This is a segue into the 
into the maybe the, I don't know is there a God thing a church thing I know you're involved with um, the Knights of Columbus and those guys you know my dad was a Lions Club guy and and, and yeah. he he uh, owns the funeral home in Richmond Hill and it was all about community it's all about giving back when you're involved in one of these service organizations and Knights of Columbus I mean you guys breathe giving back okay I'll take the easy way out my dad was the uh, my my dad was worked up, worked his way up from a grade eleven education to become superintendent of the railway out west of uh, the CPR. Huh. So he he set such a tremendously high bar for all of us kids. Um, and one of the things that he did was he was also the president of the community league. So he was he'd meet himself coming and going, you know. Mm. And he but he 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 volunteered. He did stuff for other people. He no, nobody else would do it. So and his name was Tom. So Tom Brown would you know they said Tom would you mind doing this? And he was much wiser than I. And I'm not making that up. Um, but so he, but he did it, and he did very well. And I, so I guess I learned some sense of giving back to the community for him. You have to remember too, a lot of people who are listening to us today, Drew, don't have the kind of time that I have, and I don't, I don't have, a, I don't have a whole whack of it. But uh, I think there's, if you have some spare time and you want to do some good for people, then yeah, if you want to get to the faith thing, at some point we're all going to die, and we all have to account for what we do. Um, and then when. You know, if you get up there, hopefully your scorecard reads in the positive, and that's really, you know, I mean, that isn't that isn't the absolute ultimate motivating factor for me. I just figure I can help people out, so that's why I do it. You'd do the same; anybody would. If you're in my position, you'd and I get asked a ton, which is always an honor, yeah. and 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 it kills me to say no. And for for quite some time, I couldn't, and then I had to learn to. It still bothers me to. And I get it. I mean, I get it from friends and people that have asked me to do stuff for years, and I've done it. And then one year I can't do it because I've got obligations for something else, and I have to say sorry. Yeah, That's tough. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Okay, yeah. so there there seem to be a lot of athletes that give back, but there it, it seems to be the, like a lot of the God guys give back. Uh, maybe yeah. they all do, but it seems like the God guys in particular. And you and I know a bunch uh, have you know people in common. So Ronnie Ellis or Paul Henderson or Daryl Sittler yeah. or. You know yeah. all these all these guys. Do you um, do you think that the 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 uh, pro athletes who are into the God stuff stand out any more than the other guys do? Just as an outside objective. Well, here let, let, let me give you. You know who I really admire, and 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 I don't know a lot about the guy, and this isn't an athlete. Yeah. But this is this is the kind of example that I think I really admire. Jamie Campbell, who does not work for us, he works for Sportsnet. Uh, Jamie Campbell, you know, maybe you'd like to get him on, because here's a guy who does a ton of, I didn't, I found out by accident, he does a ton of stuff. I can't even, I can't even recall all the stuff he does, but he does a ton of stuff for people and for charity, but nobody finds out about it. That's the way to do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, do I admire that, especially when you find out. That he's he's done that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, I liked him anyway because I worked with him for a little while, and I thought he's a, he's a really nice guy, which is all that really matters at the end of the day. He's yeah. just a good guy, yeah. but he's not only is he a good guy, but he does good stuff, and and you'd never know, you know. So there's athletes. There are athletes like that. Yeah, and you don't find out. You don't. I mean, Eric Lindros is an example of that. Somebody told me some stuff that Eric Lindros did. I, actually, there's a guy, Dean Willers, who's a TSN cameraman who plays hockey with Eric. Eric still plays. Mm. And he said, uh, he said, you have no idea the amount of stuff. And then I found out from somebody else. And, and I've never been a big Eric Lindros fan. Far from it, frankly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but but yeah, but uh, okay. So, so but but, that. but specifically the athletes, and, and let's just talk about the Leafs for a second. No, not the Leafs. I don't really want to talk about the Leafs, but Leafs of of uh, that have gone by and done great charitable work, and they happen to be God people. And then you go, you know, you find out, ah, geez, you know, I'm not sure I'm a big fan of theirs or whatever. Like for example, um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Mark. Oh yeah, Osborne, Mark Osborne, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. a god guy and a former Toronto Maple Leaf or whatever. But I don't yeah. know, I, you know, you don't know. I like Oz. Do you? Um, yeah, I do. I, I've always liked him. I don't. He doesn't. He doesn't stick his religion in my face. I I abhor that. Yeah. I I I would, you know, God knows, and I mean that literally and figuratively. Yeah. How what kind of a person I am and the mistakes I've made in my life. Sure. I'm sure not going to parade around. Yes, I, I am a member of the Knights of Columbus, and maybe that's part of the reason why I try to give back is because I've, you know, like, hopefully, like all of us, I've done some dumb things, but maybe I've done more than others in my life. And so, and 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 I would never go, look at me, you know, I'm... But that's, what I, that's what the what vibe I, I get with Ozzy, like, he's a little too look at me. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't honestly that, will eh? tell you... No, and you know, I've, I've, I've known Mark on and off for since he played it's the same sort of thing as well it's probably more than Gretzky because yeah. I run into Mark more often yeah and and I do not get that uh, but it's like I he can't it's like he that, can't get rid of the like okay so he's retired from hockey and now he's still on he's like I still have to have the spotlight you know I don't know it's just yeah well that's that's the way it is um, uh, Mark I, I guess you know I tried my hardest to get Lance to say uh, something bad uh, about you but you know what? I, I, I am so proud of Lance Brown go, Lance. <laughs> Don't fool for any of that Marshall garbage that he tries to entice. But we know people in the media, they, they try to lead you into questions to get you to say exactly what you, you really don't want. Dirty rats. You then, dirty. You know, Oz is so good. Uh, did Oz tell you the story? Uh, well, who's it for, Oz? I asked you to do that for. Um, Dave Reed. That's why I agreed to do oh, this. Dave Reed. Oh, yeah. So did you tell? Did you tell uh, have we got time to tell that story? Sure, man. What? Well, okay. I don't know what you're talking about, but sure. Okay, so this is so Dave Reed is the nicest guy. You know Dave Reed. He played for the Leafs, right? Yeah. And then, like many Leafs, he leaves here and he goes and wins Stanley Cups someplace else. <laughs> yeah. So he won. He won two Stanley Cups. He's the nicest guy I've ever met in my life. How many you got, Oz? Uh, you know what? Uh, I've, oh, I've really? You're taken with the cup. How's that? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, that's anyway. Nasty. That's nasty, <laughs> I owe you one. So, so he. So anyway, Dave. Dave helped us, and this is here's a here's a do gooder. Dave uh, runs into me in makeup, and he says, "Because I'm down there a lot." And he and he runs into me in makeup, and he says, hey, "You building the rink?" And I go, "Yeah." So he builds one for his kids out in Peterborough every year. And he says, "Well, I'll come help you." I go, oh, you sure? Curtis Joseph did one year too, to his credit. Mark Osborne has not. I know. <laughs> so Dave Reed. So Reed came out one year, did it, <clears throat> and then he comes back this year, this past year, brings the Stanley Cup rings and shows them stuff, but not in a not in a look at me kind of way. Yeah. But just you know, people wanted to see it, so no, like, he not like a does that movie. kind of thing. Yeah. So so I said to. Uh, I said to Dave, I said, Dave, I, I got, we got to do something with, uh, with I, I gotta, I'm going to ask you about Mark Osborne. We're going to put it on as part of our story. And he goes, okay. So I asked Dave about Mark Osborne. I say, Mark Osborne. He goes, Mark who? <laughs> and I said, and he goes, has he won any Stanley Cups? <laughs> so, so anyway, that's what Dave, so, we, we, so now I got to get Ozzy, right? So I, who did I ask to get? Somebody was going out to interview Mark Osborne from TSN or something. So I said, would you mind asking Mark Osborne? Yeah. 
And God bless Mark. That's what he did. That's what he did. He did. He did a little shtick to the camera, talking about Dave Reed. He didn't know who Dave, Dave Reed who? was, and yeah. did he play tennis or badminton yeah. or basketball? Or anyway, it was it was really great, and we ran it. So thanks, Oz. And oh, oh yeah, you know you're on here, you, am, you turkey. Am I, am I allowed to make a couple of comments at all? Oh yes, fine, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Mark Osborne, former <laughs> Toronto Maple Leaf, he played when the Leafs actually were okay. <laughs> Uh, first of all, what I'd like to say is that this is very unusual for Drew Marshall to be talking about our iconic game here in Canada. Oh, he doesn't stop. usually talk hockey. Stop it. His particular <laughs> show. Uh, secondly, uh, Dave Reed was one of those guys that were thrown into one of those trades, and he was fortunate enough to be on that team that won the Stanley Cup a couple of times. So I'll say that about Reed or no. <laughs> all kidding aside, uh, Brownie. <laughs> Well, what are you doing today? I thought you'd be on the golf course. Don't you uh, media guys spend a lot of your time on the golf course? Mark, have you ever cleaned your garage? And I call it garage because I'm from Alberta. Have you, ever, have you ever cleaned your garage out? Did somebody mention that my garage is a mess? No, it's because that's what I'm doing today, and I do this about 15 times a year, and about a week later it's right back to where it was. I don't know why I bother, but it's a guy thing. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I'm, I'm right there with you, but but I got to quickly run and have to have to watch the Leafs one more time. Oh, today. Brother, yeah. One more time. Yeah. How about those Sens, eh, Drew? Do you know the Sens yeah. made the playoffs? I'm sorry, the who? The what? <laughs> Oz, listen, thank you so much for helping me punk Lance Brown. I really you appreciate it, man. Dogs. Yeah. Okay, you guys have a great day. All right, Mark. Have see good, you, man. Yeah. Have a good game, Oz. <sighs> I guess he's on tonight, is he? He's doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he really is. He's a good guy. So, oh man, I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't say anything negative about Just... him. I couldn't. I couldn't find anything bad to say about him anyway. So. You know. You know. There's another guy. It's hard to say stuff, bad stuff about his. Well, maybe maybe letting in a few goals is maybe the worst thing. But James Reimer, what a heart of gold that guy is! Yeah. Just a yeah. great lad, you know. And for and for his wife Drew to go on. Oh yeah. And and you know what? And take a negative, and there's that's life. Yep. And I, I I could certainly learn from them. Take a negative and turn it into a positive. When she got abused on Twitter yep. or whatever it was, and she took that and said, okay, well, I'm going to do something about it, and she did. So good for April. I can't believe how you guys get ripped day in and day out, you know? People commenting on your clothing and blah, blah. It's just unbelievable. I guess when you're up in people's grills or, as they say, in their homes each and every night, you know, people feel they have the, you know, and in this day with the Internet and anonymity, and it's just unbelievable. Um, so. I do not, I do not read it. But I will tell you who does. <laughs> who? Which? Which one of the four of us on the set do you think would would would? Tom Brown. Yeah. Thank you very much. And and you know what? It uh, sometimes it gets to him. I will tell you. Yeah. I don't think I'm. Ta- I don't think I'm telling tales out of school. Yeah. But there's some. Sometimes they, some people they don't. I, maybe it's the weather thing. Yeah. And I can you know certainly after the winter we've had I can understand people being upset. But he. He, but but I don't read. I don't go in and read that stuff because I don't feel the need to no. do that. But he, you know, he likes to stay connected. He's the connected well, guy, but so here, he reads good and bad. But here's the thing. Here's what I like to do. I like to read the stuff on air during the show. That's when we get the biggest blast out of it. You know. When we're, oh, do you? You're oh, yeah. the good and the bad, eh? Yeah, we read them both. I think it's fantastic. You know, and some stuff alone, right? Tim? Mostly the bad because that tends to be the bulk of. Yeah, that's <laughs> the bulk of the thing. It's more entertaining when it's bad, anyway. It is. It totally is. Let's do uh, let's do rapid fire here before we say goodbye to you. Kind of like a Landsberg okay. thing, except I won't twitch as much. Okay, you ready? <laughs> okay, I'll w- tell him you said that. Worst golf shot you've ever seen in a tournament or charity you've played in? Uh, one that the the guy hit the ball. It hit the person in front of him and ended up about thirty yards behind us all. 
Holy cow! Hit him, hit him, hit him right in the back. Oh, that would have hurt. Right, right in the back. And you know the guy, I thought for sure he had a broken back and he got up and played on. Oh, my Showed us the welt afterwards and it was, it was, uh, uh, he, I mean, he was labeled literally and figuratively. Uh, Gary Dornhofer used to teach golf camp at Teen Ranch, and uh, he just got finished saying to the kids, leave your clubs on the ground while I'm up in front teaching you, and a kid hauled off a shot and hit him in the knee. Dorney, he's already got bad knees. He just about yeah. killed the guy, right? So, Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, this is not rapid fire. Best athlete to help you out with your sports cast, would that be Ricky Ray? Um, the best, the, the yeah, I would say maybe Ricky Ray. Okay. I'll, get, I'll, I'll be quick on that, yeah. How tick does me show? get when you call her dubs no not we're well, not a bit man she's good huh? she's, she's one of the guys uh, you know what you just love her okay. she's just i mean i hope you meet her uh, you probably will at some point she's just a dish she's a really really good egg worst job you've ever had uh probably working at bctv in vancouver um because i was the fourth man in a four-man department and all the other three guys hated each other's guts oh it was it was and you know what in in that city to drive to work when the sun is shining and it's a beautiful day and you're in a funk, yeah. there's there's something wrong. That's why I'm here. That's why I came to tr- Toronto. Favorite Leaf of all time? Well, it's got to be Wendell because I've known him since 85. It was his rookie year and it was my rookie year here. Favorite Jay of all time? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Kelly Gruber. Oh, nice one. Yeah, yeah I always liked that. him. I, yeah. I, I was down there and I know that some of those guys were complete jerks when I was down there for spring training. That's another, that's a three beer story. He was but Mr. Kelly, triple play, play that year, right? And that <laughs> didn't get called the triple play in the right. World Series? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He always had time for us and I always he was an okay guy. Favorite Argo all time. And I don't want to talk about the rest of the sports because they're still new to me. Uh, well, it would be one of the recent ones. And I, uh, holy cow, my favorite Argo would probably be Chad Cackert. Wow, I don't uh, even know yeah. that name, and I'm a punter. There you go. There Jeez. you go. Chad Cackert's hurt, but I mean, he's—I I, just—I love the guy. I thought he was a great guy. I thought he was a difference maker. What was your best? What was your best Lance Brown move? Like blooper? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I have a whole bunch. You mean like a mistake that yeah, I made yeah, on just the air? Because it, seriously, so I don't—I don't have much. Uh, of a, I don't have much of a life, and so I watch uh, news bloopers on YouTube. I tried to find one of you. I couldn't find a thing. Well, I've said some stuff that got me into trouble, but yeah. I can't really I can't really go into detail uh, on the air. Um, but I said I've said some stuff. Was this was, was this about the leaks? It was no, oh. it was not politically correct. Oh, okay. And um, and as a result, they uh, they uh, sort of hauled me up and said, "What are you doing?" And then I ended up saying, "Well." I mean, I did some stuff in Edmonton that uh, that was pretty stupid too. When I was working at ITV in Edmonton, I did some goofy things there. But uh, but there was one in particular a long time ago. But it was in Toronto, and they said, "Yeah, you can't say that." And I, well, I already had. And then and then so they went through the phone calls and the emails and stuff and discovered that there was a large outpouring of support for what I said. So it wasn't so bad. Otherwise, what? I was in big trouble. You sound like grapes. Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, maybe one step removed. I don't know. I don't know. I might have been worse than him that day. <laughs> I mean, I. but you know what? I mean, like, I like Don Cherry, too, so. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. it's the last game tonight, thank God. And um, you know what? I've given up. I don't watch. I don't watch. I grew up with a family that had season leaf tickets. So I grew up going down with my dad from Richmond Hill, park at Finch, get on the subway, get off at Bloor, the crowds, the guys, you know, calling for the with the peanuts and the, I don't know, whatever, the, the brochures and that one guy in Maple Leaf Gardens right in the, in the main doors with the really high yelling voice for the bro. And I just don't care anymore. I'm done. I'm so over it. Yeah. And that's how I feel. 
Just okay, well, now I'm, I'm, I'm going to suggest to you that you'll change your mind as soon as they get a half-decent draft pick and start to do something, but it's going to take a couple of years. Yeah. The uh, the unfortunate thing, and I told Yvonne Fetzon when he ran everything at, at, at CTV, um, I told him because he was a member of the board, and now the newest uh, the newest president of Bell Media is also a member of the board. I haven't spoken to her yet. But uh, you're losing a generation. I have, I have uh, three boys, and... Two of them cheer for Detroit, and one of them cheers for Buffalo. Wow. Ouch. There you go. That's exactly yeah. it right there. Are, are, we, getting, are we getting Babcock? Are we getting Babcock? Uh, I think they're going to do everything they can to get Mike Babcock. Nice. That's my that's my feeling. I don't know whether he'll come here or not because, you know, he's got it pretty good in Detroit, and they treat their people so well there that I'm not sure he'd want to leave. But, uh, you know, if he figures he's got something to prove, this is the place. But so did Randy Carlisle, don't forget. Yeah. Look what happened to him. Lance, I don't like sucking up, especially on air, but, man, I like you. Oh, well, thanks. You know what? I like you too, Drew. And I like you too, Tim. Thank no, you, good sir. Whoa, whoa, that's going know. way too far. Way I don't know how attractive you are, but uh, you sound like you're a very attractive man. Thank so uh, <laughs> anyone that's working in your face. If, if you close your eyes and turn away, I'm pretty hot. This is just getting really <laughs> awkward right now. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Toronto's sports god, Lance Brown on the Drew Marshall Show. So good to chat with you, man. Thank you for joining us. It was a real pleasure. It really was. Uh, and it was for me too. You guys take care. Thanks, Lance. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. It's hard to find quality guest speakers these days. If they're interesting, they're usually expensive. And if they're cheap, they're usually boring. Well, here's someone who's both expensive and boring. Drew Marshall is a high school dropout who tried to become a pro football player but didn't make it. He then tried to become a firefighter and didn't make it. Now he's trying to become a stand-up comic. (laughs) Good luck with that, Mr. Marshall. But if you're looking for someone who's unpredictable, incredibly honest, provocative, genuine, then we've got the right guy. Everyone seems to be an expert on something these days. Why not book someone who's an expert on nothing? Except how to be brutally honest about yourself and your faith. To book Drew Marshall as your guest speaker, go to drewmarshall.ca.